Welcome to the third day of our Advent podcast focusing on the Gospel of John. Each day we are listening to a portion of the Gospel of John followed by a brief meditation and prayer. Today we will hear the third chapter of John. This is Pastor Jill. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. 
After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he spent some time there with them and baptized. John also was baptizing at Anon near Salem because water was abundant there, and people kept coming and were being baptized. John, of course, had not yet been thrown into prison. Now, a discussion about purification arose between John's disciples and a Jew. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you testified, here he is baptizing and all are going to him. John answered, No one can receive anything except what has been given from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. For this reason, my joy has been fulfilled. He must increase but I must decrease. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks about earthly things. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, yet no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted his testimony has certified this, that God is true. He whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for he gives the spirit without measure. The father loves the son and has placed all things in his hands. Whoever believes in the son has eternal life. Whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but must endure God's wrath. Here ends our reading. Wow, we have some huge treasure in this chapter. We could talk about Nicodemus and what it means to be born from above. We could spend time meditating on perhaps the most famous verse in the Bible, John 3.16. And I really, really love John 3.17, which says, Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. But what surprised me today was the end where we heard that both John and Jesus were baptizing people at the same time. I mean, it makes sense that John the Baptist was preparing the way for Jesus by baptizing. But when Jesus started baptizing people himself, why didn't John just stop and send people Jesus' way? It is in my nature to do the best I can at whatever task is before me. But if someone more qualified comes along, I will quickly back up and let them take over. Please, if you ever see me giving CPR to someone, please, please come and take over. I do not want that responsibility. You are almost certainly better at it than me. 
But here we have John continuing his ministry, even though Jesus has already gotten to work. This tells me that there was a need for both. This tells me that some people who were willing to take a risk on what John was teaching them weren't quite ready to go as far as Jesus was taking them. Some people needed John's introduction to faith and maybe Jesus was happy to share the work. This is where I see the beauty in the wide variety of Christian denominations in the world. Certainly, ideally, we'd all be united in our faith practices and wouldn't argue about our differences. I guess as people all come from different experiences, however, we have different needs and enter our faith at different places. God has a use for all of us at the same time. Even if I'm not the best prayer, my prayers still help. Even if I'm not the best reader, server, greeter, cook, whatever, my gifts are exactly what God wants them to be and are useful where I'm at. And I guess if I'm the only other person in the room, my skills at CPR are just going to be what's needed for that precise time and place. Where have you felt inadequate in your life? When have you felt inadequate in your faith? What will it take to believe that where you are and what you are doing is blessed? Let's pray. Jesus, it's tempting to just turn everything over to you while I step back because I feel inadequate. We hear today that you call us to ministry anyway. Help us to courageously offer our gifts to you and your ministry, despite our own insecurities. Amen.